Join Town Pump's Pump It Up Rewards Plus program and never pay full price for fuel again. Save five cents on every gallon every day at any town pump across Montana. Plus, earn and redeem points on your favorite in-store items to get free stuff with our clubs. Stop in and pick up a rewards card. Download the Pump It Up Rewards Plus app today. Or visit townpump.com slash rewards to register and start saving. Looking at it uh, yesterday, uh, you know, I think it, it played out much like like we thought. Uh, you know, a lot of big plays in that game. Um, you know, a couple in particular: the interception following the fake punt, and then the, the big kickoff return following uh, you know their touchdown to cut at the three. Uh, we were able to gain the momentum back, and um, you know that was that was something that was um, lacked certainly in game three for us. So the last two weeks to be able to do that. Um, come up with big plays um, in each of the three phases. Uh, you know that's what a that's what a good team needs to do. And and I, I think we're a team that is getting better. Um, we got a ways to ways to go yet, but uh, feel a bit about the, the progress here. Five games in, another opportunity to play at home this week against Idaho State uh, homecoming. Um, you know another opportunity to test ourselves. You know each week's its own. Uh, its own game, its own opponent, its own set of uh, circumstances, but we have to we have to go into each week and prepare uh, to become our very best, and that's what our guys started doing this morning. So, with that, I'll open it up for questions. What can you say? I think one fifteen straight, my fifteen straight at home. I guess what can you say about kind of the home field advantage you guys built? Well, I, I think there's a couple things there. I, I know the crowd, um, the crowds that we get, the uh, the environment that our opponents have to play in is is a is a part of it for sure. Um, you know, it is a hostile environment for an opponent, so I do think that helps us on each one of these uh, these game days. Um, I would imagine to to some degree our altitude does help us, um, especially when we can we can take a lead into the fourth quarter and um, be able to run it out. I think that's when that. Uh, that makes a difference. And, you know, in particular when we're going fast on offense and, and we can get them, get them tired down. Um, you know, and I think it's, it's a mark of a good team that you're able to defend your home, home turf. Um, so, you know, through my stretch here and, and the, the stretch that got that streak going, I think we've had good players and we've had a good team. So uh, we certainly want to keep that going. And Sean was a big offensive player of the week, national player of the week as well. And what, I guess what, what do you think of that? Well, excited for him. I, I think you put up numbers like he did. You're, uh, you warrant those those kind of um, awards, and you know, he'd be the first one to say it was was much bigger than than his effort. I know, you know, a good chunk of his rushing yards um, he came. You know, he was untouched. You know, we had a couple of really good perimeter blocks, good scheme um, drawn up by the offensive staff. Um, but he, he played well. He played well. He, uh, he he had a good command. He um, threw the ball well, and his you know first really true test of, of throwing the football and, you know, we'll need more of that moving forward. What can you say about your team's ability to respond? I know you talked about the first, you know, there are a couple of plays, James Pick and then Cleveland's uh, touchdown um, when they were, they were in close game situations. Yeah. And then the previous game, Tom getting hurt, Sean coming in. Um, what can you say about your, your team's fight? Well, I do think, uh, we're a close team. Um, I, I think uh, that's formed over many months, many years. You know, I think our guys uh, generally know they can count on one another, um, whether that's offense, defense. Um, you know, we've certainly added new players this year, and those players have have fit in real well to be able to be counted on. Um, 
I think our coaches, you know, definitely make make adjustments in games that have allowed us to uh, maybe correct some things as we've gone through games. Um, but you know, it uh, it's 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 being able to respond in a moment, right? You get an opportunity to make a play, and 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 do you make it? And then for the most part, these last couple of weeks, um, when those opportunities have uh, um, come up, we've been able to make it. So that needs to continue. You know, I look back at. The Oregon State game, you know, it was contrary. We we couldn't necessarily gain the momentum back. So I think we maybe learned learned something that night, um, you know, about when that opportunity is in front of us, go take it instead of expecting it just to happen. Speaking of Tommy, um, well, Keith, is there an update on him? Yeah, he's uh, as of right now today, Monday, he's not cleared. Um, you know, so we'll we'll continue to monitor his progress. I think it's a, uh, you know. Um, head injuries are, are obviously very serious and uh, you know each one of them in, in their recovery is their own recovery and, and you know we've had a couple of concussions prior to this and those guys have played in the following week um, that doesn't mean Tommy will so you know as we stand here right now he's, he hasn't been cleared yet so is a uh, so a situation does that make this I don't know does it, it, it I don't know the phrase, but exactly. Yeah, I, I think it, uh, I hope it for anybody involved with football, it just, uh, it opens our eyes that you better treat these things the way they need to be treated. And I don't, I don't know all the ins and outs of how, how that was treated or mistreated or whatever last Sunday. Um, but I, I know this, uh, we have a very strict protocol um, we're going to adhere to that um, we want our guys to be absolutely honest with with where they're at and go from there um, it's not you know not a decision that I've come close to making um, I listen to our medical staff and we go from there to discredit Dylan Staple on a game like this then 0-5 does it go into account of maybe there's no need to play him this week or if he's ready to play yeah, once he's ready to play, he'll play. Um, so, yeah, that, that doesn't have any bearing. I mean, we're in a big sky game, and, and I think we're facing a team that's that keeps getting better. Um, so, yeah, that has no bearing. And then speaking of Idaho State, they kind of gave the Chris some trouble on Saturday. What did you see from that game from, and what did you guys kind of expect in this week? Well, they're an improving team, and a, a team that's really hungry, um, you know, Last year was last year for them to make a coaching change. There's there's new energy. There's new hunger, um, you know, and that hunger hasn't necessarily been satisfied with a victory to this point. But you can see them, you can see them getting better. And, and you know, seeing Coach Regal's post game comments, you can see the the, the pain in, in you know their dissatisfaction not com- you know coming up empty on, on Saturday. So they're still. Um, they're finding their way, but there's a tremendous amount of fight in them. I, I think that's the thing that I look at. I mean, they were on the verge of going down 35 to six. Um, they forced a fumble at the goal line. And before you know it, it's a one score game. So um, that's credit to their, their players and, and their coaching staff to, you know, um, I recognize they're getting better, recognize that uh, each week is a new opportunity. And, um, you know, we, we got to see it for what it's worth. It's a big sky game that uh, matters every bit as much as the ones we played the last couple of weeks. Does last year's game being pretty close to that help kind of the focus a little bit? Well, I think, I think last year in general, as, as you look at our, our big sky play, I mean, um, I think it, you know, there was, there was several games that were back and forth affairs. It didn't matter who's, 
what records were, you know, and Idaho State was was one of those. And, and they, yeah, they played us really tough last year. And so I think our guys recognize that. And, you know, you have to have a maturity about you to understand, um, you know, there's certainly no weeks off. I mean, and there shouldn't be in football. I mean, they're, they're, you, get, you get 11 of these opportunities guaranteed to you and you have a week to prepare for each one of them and you better take them all uh, very, very seriously as far as what your opponent's capable of. And, and, and like I said before, we're, we're getting better, but we're far from where I, th I think we feel like we can be. So, you know, let's make it about that as much as anything, just what can we do to keep getting better? Um, and, uh, you know, recognize that Idaho State's as dangerous as anybody. Are there any ISC players that kind of sit out on? Well, I I know uh, you look at the receiving core. Uh, I I think that's the thing that jumps out you right away. Gilroy in particular is uh, Gilroy is, is he's he's very dynamic and he's not the only one, uh, but I think he's right up there in receptions in the conference and um, got downfield ability, can make uh, all kinds of catches. I know they're playing now their third quarterback, but uh, he stepped in there and did a good job this past week. Uh, I know defensively, um, their, their middle linebacker, like he's up up in the, the tackles in, in the conference, and they kind of use him in a lot of different ways. They they throw a bunch of different fronts at you. Um, so, no, I, I think, you know, they're they're doing some good things. And, you know, it did definitely, I think, the guys that jump out of you, though, are the, the group of receivers first, first and foremost. And I, I think Lane was back at practice and he was dressed this last Saturday. Do you expect him to get some running time? Yeah, I, you know, Lane was Lane was ready to go last week. Um, I, you know, that was emergency maybe in in the way we would have used, utilized him. Um, I know we ended up going with Garrett at the end. It was great to see Garrett finish the game out. Um, um, but Lane, I think Lane now was in a different mode we gave him essentially an extra week um because there's still you know he hasn't been hit he hasn't been tackled he hasn't had to land um but i think we you know i think we're over the hump and you know as far as what that'll mean reps wise you know really appreciated what elijah's been able to do the last few weeks so um but but lane will be i guess more in the mix than he was last week um no we came out of that game with a few bumps and bruises it was a physical game um but as far as anybody being out at this point there's uh there's no one that uh, i would declare out at this point uh what have you seen from jt reese developments how how is uh what how do you describe this player well i think he uh you know having him here in the spring obviously you know was a an opportunity for him to, to transition um you know both physically i think that's the the biggest thing because he's still a relatively young player um but then get, you know, get uh, our offense um, down, so to speak. And then, you know, well, I think what we've seen on film, he's, he's very athletic. He's a strong player um, at the point of attack. And he's, you know, I think he loves the game of football. So he plays, you know, plays offensive line, plays uh, that guard position for us with a lot of passion and um, has a lot of uh, athletic ability to go along with that passion. So, um, you know, like, like our line in general, I think that's how I would describe a lot of them. You know, I think they really enjoy playing the, the game of football, and we got an athletic bunch that's capable of um, doing a lot of different things. You know, I think we've, we've leaned probably more on their athleticism than anything else, but I think they're getting more and more physical as a group, and JT's a big part of that. There's a lot of things that make Montana great, from the mountains and lakes to some of the finest towns in the West. But what really makes this place special is you. 
Our communities are full of people who are working hard to build good lives and remarkable things. At Opportunity Bank, our passion is helping folks do just that. Together, we can make a good thing even better. Opportunity Bank of Montana. Stop by and see us or visit us online. Member FDIC. Well, we've gone to more of an outside zone running scheme, and that's uh, one based more on um, guys, the guy's ability to move than it is just probably brute force when you just compare outside and inside zone. Uh, we, we were more heavy inside zone last year. I, I think it was twofold. I think we saw this group of uh, younger athletic offensive linemen coming up, but I think we felt like it would it would serve us better um, to get the ball potentially off tackle or in a lot of these plays cut back too, but uh, it served, I think it would serve our running backs better too. So, uh, so yeah, I think that's the biggest thing. I think we've pass blocked fairly well, and that's generally a sign of athleticism more than it is like root, root force. Um, so uh, like where we're at five games in, and I think it's a group that can continue to get better, better. And then this week it's right on the whole turn, right? Yep. Uh, how much do you think they'll play this week? It's yeah. No, I, I know we left uh, spring with Ryland as a starter, um, knowing the outcome of, of the first five games. And, and really, he went through fall camp as his, if when he came back, he would he would be in position to start. Um, and I think it'll be something we'll um, look at playing him a lot. You know, um, I, we've missed him, honestly. I, I know between Reddy Short and Kendrick Bailey, I think they, they've played okay. Um, and, and they both played. And, um, you know, I, I think, Ryland, though, you know, if, if he could have played game one when it started game one. So we're, we're here at game, game six. It's the first game he can play. So he'll start. He'll play a lot. Well, Danny, Danny has been kind of a big guy in the middle there. Mm-hmm. What you've seen from him as the lead tackle five games. Yeah, you know, I, that position probably should be right at the top, I guess, first off. Um, but but Danny's got a real, he's got really good instincts and, and, uh, he, and he has been a good tackler when he's been given those opportunities, you know, you know, what you look at or are our guys where they're supposed to be, um, you know, how quickly do they get there? And then when they get there, do they make tackles. And I think by and large, he's done all those things. He hasn't been perfect necessarily, um, but uh, been really pleased with his play. And I think our linebacking core of those three guys as a whole, I think Callahan had a really good game um, on Saturday night and he's been, he's been steady. He doesn't maybe flash the same way Danny does at times, but he's been really steady. And then when Nolan's been in there to be able to give both those guys some breaks, he's played, played well too. So I think that those three guys have played um, like we'd hoped. Um, you know, I do, I do think there's, there's room for continued improvement too, especially when you look at Danny being as young as he is. Blackfoot Communications just launched new business services delivering big value to smaller firms. With reliable voice, fast internet, business-grade Wi-Fi, and around-the-clock support, Blackfoot ensures you remain connected to your customers, employees, and communities throughout the day, every day. For more information, go to blackfootsmallbusiness.com. Connect to more with Blackfoot Communications. First of all, Coach, I just wanted to ask you about uh, just the process of rebuilding. You've never really been a part of that because you were at North Dakota State for so long, so good there at NDSU, and I guess Wyoming maybe a little bit. So 
Um, what do you think, though, of, of this? You challenge? Have one more time. I just it kind of broke up in the middle. Oh, sorry. I just wanted to ask you just about what, what you think of, of what Charlie Rago has in front of him there at Idaho State. Just, just the rebuild that he has there. And like you said, they, they're playing with a lot of passion right now. Yeah. Well, that's the first thing. Um, you know, when we went to to Wyoming, um, you know, you felt like it was a complete rebuild. And, and um, you're, you're, you're in a position where you don't start from scratch with, with brand new players. You are, you are starting, starting from scratch in some regard because – you're, you're new to the program like he is. Um, but those, those players who have, uh, you know, lived out the, the last several years, whatever it might be, um, are, are there and that's challenging, you know? So I think uh, what's apparent out of, with coach Regal, he is a, a passionate uh, coach first and foremost. So I think he's, um, he's uh, gained that respect uh, with how I'm sure he's gone about his his business for his players, that he's there for his players, because you have to you have to earn their their trust and respect for them to ultimately want to turn the corner. Um, a corner doesn't get turned simply because you make a coaching change. I think a coaching staff has to come in and earn that. And I think it's apparent that he's he's done that. Um, you know, and in this day and age with uh, roster movement and all that can be done. I, I, I think it's, there's, it, I, I suppose it can happen sooner than later. And um, that's probably what is expected in this day and age. So I think he's off to, you know, a good start, even though the record wouldn't indicate it just by watching how they continue to um, get better, um, improve obviously. And then just the fight that they, uh, they showed in particular on Saturday. You mentioned there, Gilroy too, the the receiver. He uh, he looked really good on Saturday. I know they think he is is one of the best uh, receivers in the league. What do you think makes him so good, though? Well, I think he's got uh, he's got good physical skill for one, and then I, I do think his ability to um, adjust to the football, to make the difficult catch, to be able to transition out of a catch. I mean, those are all qualities that are aren't measurable necessarily, you know, it's not uh, height, weight, speed. It's uh, there's just, he's, he seems like he's got a knack um, for being able to do the things that the really good receivers do. Um, so, you know, he's getting, he's getting a lot of opportunities and he's, he's making the most of them. So, you know, he's going to be a guy that uh, this league's obviously going to have to contend with. what do you think of Idaho State's performance last week against Montana? Cause they looked like they played with a certain level of desperation, but it looked like that desperation helped them quite a bit in being competitive with the Grizz. Yeah. You know, they got some early momentum with the, the interception, um, turn that into points. And I think that with a, you know, with a team like they are right now, they're winless and whether they're young or old, I think they're a little bit of a mixture. So it's not that they're just this young team, but obviously they're young under coach Regal. So, you know, you give them an opportunity to gain some momentum, especially at home like they they were last week. Uh, that's a dangerous situation. You know, um, a, a team like that can really feed feed off that scenario, and they did. And, you know, the the play where Johnson's going in to score and, and that that's going to make that a 35-6 game, I mean, that obviously stoked the fire for the way they finished, you know, and they finished with a couple more scores to cut it to, to a one-score game, essentially. So... Um, you know, those, it's those particular plays and we, you know, I've talked about momentum a lot and they, and they got it right away and they were able to kind of maintain it, make some plays here and there. And then obviously they got it back at the tail end and made that game really interesting. And the young quarterback, uh, he looks like he's got some, some, uh, 
some presence to him. I mean, he's he's tough. So, in your estimation, though, when you've seen young quarterbacks, what what sort of jump can they make uh, in their second, third starts of their careers? Oh, I think they they can be significant. You know, you you still don't know what you don't know a little bit, and so if you have a positive a positive experience, the positive experience can can mean a lot of different things. I mean, you can really build off it and, and you know he had a he came in and probably I, I just you know listened to him in the post-game press conference he's going out there with nothing to lose and, and you know you're the third string quarterback you maybe don't see this opportunity coming and there it is in front of you you go out there and play and, and that's kind of you know that's what he's he talked about after the game and and that's kind of how he went, went out there you know and you got a guy that's uh you know he's not necessarily fighting for playing time it's it's there in his lap right now he's going to go out there and um, you know, you, you that throw caution to the wind, so to speak, I guess. Um, so that's that's what I kind of saw to him. He he can certainly make all the throws, and he's a little bit different than Hayes, certainly, and and um, Tyler, who who started at the beginning of the season, Vanderwall. So uh, you know that that changes them a little bit, and they, I thought they adjusted well to his skill set, and I'm sure uh, you know we'll you know, whatever Hayes, whatever his uh, availability is, I think that'll be a little bit of a question. It sounds like um, we'll try to figure that out the best we can, because they are different guys and we'll have to be prepared for either of them. I would, I would think going into this, uh, this game. Whether you're in the restaurant business or you just want to host any big event, JMV Restaurant Supply can make sure you have everything you need. JMV Restaurant Supply is your home for everything kitchen. Whether you're a bear or a bobcat, an eagle or a Scotty, JMV Restaurant has everything you might need. They have locations in Bozeman, Billings, and Great Falls. If you can't make it in, JMV also has a great website, jvrestaurant.com. Get everything you need for your next event at JMV, your restaurant specialist. I know we've talked about uh, Sebastian Valdez quite a bit, but it seems like he's turned a corner just in the fact that now he's sort of realizing, like, I, I, I can be an actual elite player in the Big Sky Conference. How much confidence do you think he's playing with right now? What's he bringing to your defense? Well, I think he's playing with more and more confidence. He's playing more and more consistent, for sure. Uh, um, his, you know, we need him to flash, obviously, and make some big plays, but over the long haul – in the course of any one of these games, um, you know, he's got to do the little things too. You know, I, I think there were so many plays like, you know, last year looking at uh, Chase, Chase was playing nose, but you're both inside. I mean, the, a lot of the plays where you're not getting in the stat sheet, but you're forcing the action and you're dictating things. I think that's what we're seeing every bit as much as the, the sacks and the tackles for losses. He's, he's, he's becoming a real problem. Um, play in play out and that's trusting his ability um and it's also trusting the 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 scheme and the coaching and all those things so you know he's uh he's a guy i think that uh is just realizing his potential and he's super humble um he works his tail off and and we're going to continue to need to see him climb for us to really get where we want to get from an offensive perspective, how much of an impact can it have when a guy can be so disruptive on the interior of the defensive line? Well, that's where it starts. That's where it starts with our defense. And, you know, if uh, if, if you know that a three technique, so a defensive tackle on our, our defense who plays in that big gap over the guard is going to wreak havoc and, there, and you have to account for him in different ways. And I think I think where that probably starts right now is a little bit more on the pass side where he draws different attention than an interior guy would from a rush point of view. But then also, you know, when you're thinking, okay, do we, 
can we run at this guy or do we need to run away from him? I, I think all those things uh, make it really hard offensively, the better you think a interior guy is. I mean, it's, and I think he's getting to that point. I think he's getting a, to a point where when you look at our defense, you better figure out where 95 is and then what are you going to do to account for him as opposed to just uh, seeing, him, seeing him as one of the 11 out there. I also want to ask you about Willie Patterson. We're doing a little something on him for uh, just a senior feature. And uh, he has been so confident since he first got on the campus. I know that was before you got there. But how do you sort of harness that? Because sometimes maybe receivers can feel themselves a little bit, but you want them to be really confident too. So what what sort of balancing act is that? Well, I think I think now in, in my second year with him, and really his second year of really being a regular, I know he really hadn't been, whether it was due to injury or, or whatever factors before, I think there's a, a different level of oh maturity to him. You know, I, I do think his confidence in playing on edge and um, walking that line, you know, as a, you know, um, he's not blessed with great size by any means, but he's he, he knows who he is. I think he does have, you know, really good speed, quickness, ability to get up and get the ball. I think, you know, he's got to play with confidence and swagger and, and but, but, um, and, and pushing it up to that line, I guess, is is part of um, what allows for him to have success. And I just think there's a much different maturity about him this year, even compared to to last year. I think he he knows that he's in the more of a leadership role this year. Um, so the example he sets is important. Um, so, you know, he's he's definitely one of the guys that leads the charge as far as uh, representing our team when it comes to talking and those type of things. But I know he, I think he's doing a good job of. Uh, you know, going right up to that edge, I guess. There's a sequence in the game on Saturday where it's so quintessential Willie Patterson. He almost made a huge play, but didn't quite get it. But then he goes and makes a spectacular catch and then catches a touchdown right after that too. So it seems like he has an ability to sort of start fresh and and, uh, and stay in it. Yeah, I thought that that sequence, I know exactly what you're talking about, was a, was, um, a, a perfect picture of, of his maturity because uh, – I think the the Willie Patterson of a few years back um, with that drop, you know, he might've gone in the tank, you know, and I, I say a few years back, I, I, from what I've gathered when he was much younger and you know what, I think he owned the drop and I think it was probably two or three plays later. He had the chance to make just an incredible catch. It was a good throw by Sean, but an incredible catch. And the next play he scores a touchdown, you know, and, and um, being a competitor, knowing that uh, we have confidence in him. So, you know, he he, may, he makes a drop. You know what? Next play, I think that next play mentality that that he displayed in that sequence um, is big for our team. You know, we need need guys to think that way because we're not going to make every play. And, and when we don't make a play, we got to make the next one. And 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 Willie exemplified that that mindset in that that sequence that you're talking about. Just last one for me then. Uh, what do you like about him in his transition? Because I know he was playing way more on the inside. Now he's playing a little bit more on the outside. What'd you like about uh, just moving him outside? What made you make that choice for him? Well, I think we felt like um, he was pigeonholed a little bit last year, you know, and that was based on our personnel with, uh, especially down the stretch with, with Lance and Nate being more outside players, but we felt like he had outside ability um, with his speed, his ability to run, beyond people, but then also his ability to get up and go get balls too, you know, and as much as we want to throw it up in those, those situations, uh, we felt like he'd be, um, you know, an excellent uh, 
candidate, I guess, for that. And he's he's proved us right so far this year. Um, still having the flexibility to to play inside, um, but I think the more you know, the more we can have guys that can play inside or out, the better off we're going to be. I think Cleveland is the same way. You know, um, you know he he showed that um, and running by their defender on his touchdown too. And you know, we, the more we can get those guys outside, and really the more we can play guys and get Taco and Marquis in in these the slot, I think the better off we're going to be. I know we really played um, those three guys exclusively at Eastern Washington, and they just played too much. So um, I know they're versatility. So I know that didn't you know I went beyond your question there, but I think. I think we saw Willie could play outside. I think that's important for our very best guys to be able to play inside and out. Blackfoot Communications continues to lift up our local entrepreneurs, delivering the resources needed to transform ideas into businesses. Our C2M beta program was founded with the mission to connect local entrepreneurs to more. With access to more professional expertise, more state-of-the-art technology, and more development resources, our 12-week program delivers the foundational and modern skills required to transform influential ideas into thriving businesses. Apply today at goblackfoot.com apply. Bye.